We're beginning new Masechet, Masechet Pesachim, which we will uh, conclude just before Pesach, so it's perfect timing for uh, preparation for the Chagim that uh, come in the springtime. So the very beginning is Or Ba'asar the very first Talacha that Masechet Pesachim. Now, the, interestingly, the reason why it's uh, called Pesachim in the plural, many people ask, you know, why, why not Pesach? Why is it called Pesachim? The Masechet Sukkah is called Sukkah, not Sukkot. So why is it called Pesachim? So, so they say, the, the explanation that they give, one of the explanations I think is the most common explanation, is that it's because of Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. There's two Pesachim, actually. There's Pesach Rishon Pesach Sheni. So it's referring to both of them, because the halachot of both Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni are going to appear in this Masechet. Um, obviously, Pesach Sheni a little bit later. But anyway, Orla Arba'asar Botkinet Chametz. Now, the simple meaning of Orla Arba'asar, even though the Gemara is going to spend a, uh, some time clarifying how we know that this is the case, but Or, the word Or, usually means the night before. So when we say Orla Arba'asar, it means the night before the 14th of Nisan. Now, the 14th of Nisan is Erev, what we call today Erev Pesach, right? Yeah. So, er, so it's the night before the Seder night, basically, right? Orla Arba'asar, the night before the 14th. Or really, halachically, it's the night of the 14th, because actually the day begins at night, so it's, it's a little confusing, but that, that, that's the point. You understand what night it is. We have to go search around for the chametz by the light of a candle. Any place that you would never bring chametz into, like the bathroom, for example, hopefully you're not eating in there. There's no chametz brought into there. You don't have to check that. And um, to what extent, as we're going to see later on in the, uh, the Mishnayot, in the Gemara, do we say that you have to check two rows, Chaviyot, it says, If you have a, uh, a, wine, uh, a wine cellar, basically, so even though... Uh, a wine cellar is a place you don't. You don't eat in the uh, in the wine cellar, so really you should not be. Um, you should not have to check there for chametz because it's just a place that you go, like where you store the wine. You bring the wine up from the basement or whatever. Shouldn't really need to um, to to check it for chametz. However, um, it, it, under certain circumstances, if it is, is a makom shemachnisin bo chametz, okay. So and Rashi explains. He says. Once we've already said that any place that you don't bring chametz, you don't have to check it. So why do you need to check it at all? So, and uh, so it says umfarish. That's why the Mishnah says lo amu ella b'martef shemachnisin b'chametz. Only the type of uh, seller that you do bring chametz. That's why the, the way that the Mishnah flow, flows is ubame amu betchuol b'martef makom shemachnisin b'chametz. In other words, when did they say that you have to check two rows of the barrels of wine that you have? in your cellar only if you sometimes bring uh, food down there and it's going to explain Rashi says later on they're going to explain though but because since sometimes you in the middle of the meal you run out of wine so you send somebody to the cellar and maybe he's got his piece of challah in his hand and he runs down there to get a uh, uh, to get uh, some wine, extra barrel of wine. And meanwhile, he leaves it there. He drops it there on the way and then he comes back. So therefore, you have to check the wine cellar because it's used in the middle of the meal and a person might go down there carrying food. In fact, I oftentimes tell the story uh, that happened to me that um, uh, when I was checking for chametz in my old synagogue and we used to do, you know, we used to have a team check the whole building and and I, I thought, oh, maybe I'm being too extreme to do this, but I got up on a chair. I, I was in the library of the, the synagogue, had like a library sort of room, and it actually overlooked the sanctuary. It was a nice view from there. 
and uh, and so people would go and sit there and had the books, and so uh, I, uh, I I said I'm gonna I'm gonna check on top of the uh, on top of the bookshelves. I don't know why I decided to do that. I'm not you know, but because who who would eat on top of the bookshelf? I stood on top of the chair. An entire piece of cake with a fork in it was there. Why? Because somebody came up probably on Shabbat they had a kiddush. Somebody took a piece of cake. They went upstairs to the library. They probably put it up there looking at books, and then they just forgot about it. Like if you ever go to a bookstore, sometimes you see like a cup of coffee on the shelf, right? Somebody was looking in the Starbucks, you know, they have a Starbucks in the Barnes and Noble. So somebody gets, brings a cup of coffee. They leave, they're looking at the books they, and, they, and they leave the coffee there and you see a coffee sitting there. Some people forget their food. So the point is that somebody might have gone down into the wine cellar to retrieve some wine in the middle of the meal and they left their chalar, they dropped it or whatever. So they have to check. The Gemara is going to discuss this in great detail. So uh, basically, the way that they stacked the chaviot of the wine, the different barrels, was from floor to ceiling, okay, and across the room. So meaning from left to right and from bottom to top. So you would have one row, right, which goes from your left to your right and also goes from the uh, floor to ceiling. And then behind that, there's another row that goes from left to right and from floor to ceiling. And behind that, another row that goes from left all the way to right and from floor to ceiling, depending on how much wine you had down there, obviously. So when they're saying two shuot, what kind of shuot it means. So the Gemara is going to give different explanations of what Beit Shammai means. But he says, What does it mean, Al Pnei Kola Martef? So the, so the Gemara is going to discuss, does that mean the first two rows from left to right and top to bottom? And then you have to go in one and then again from left to right and top to bottom? Or does it mean like a... Um, like the shape of a, like a, 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 I guess an L shape. In other words, you go all the way up to the top of the outer row and then all the way across the top to the back of the, uh, uh, of, of the uh, barrels. We'll see discussion of this in the Gemara. Also, there's a discussion about what exactly Beit means when he says the two shuot achitzonot shehena elyonot. What do you mean the two outer ones which are the top ones? So the Gemara was gonna, is going to discuss this. So I don't want to ruin the uh, suspense. I'm going to leave it. Now the Gemara says, my or, what does it mean? Or what does it mean? The light of the 14th. Now we said the pshat, of course, means the night before the 14th of Nisan, which is really technically, according to Halakha, the night of the 14th of Nisan. But the Gemara first says, Rabbi says that it means, day, it means light. Nage actually means daytime. Okay, like Noga. Rabbi Yehuda says it means nighttime. So we assume that Rav Huna says that it means the, the daytime and Rav Yehuda says it means the nighttime. In other words, according to, to, to Rav Yehuda, like the way that we do that, the night before the Seder, uh, we, we do B'dikat Chametz. And according to Rav Huna, no, you wait till the morning. Of the, uh, of this, uh, you know, before the Seder and you do the B'dikat Chametz. That's what it sounds like. However. After Pesach, No, no, no. The morning night, morning. the morning, the morning before. Yeah, I mean, the morning of Tanit Bechot. Right? They raise an objection to this. So the question is, what does the word Or mean? What does it mean when it's used as a noun? Or Ba'asal. It says, Metive, there is an objection. Haboker or vanashim shulucho. The end of the Pasuk is Hema v'chamorahem. Right? When the, when the brothers of Yosef are sent back, right? They're, they're leaving. And then, of course, uh, they're framed with the, uh, the, the cup put in Binyamin's bag, but it says, that the morning was light and the people were sent. So what does it show you? So means the morning of the 14th, not the night. So Alma or the implication is that the word or means daytime. Now, what the Gemara is going to do multiple times here with the word or is it's going to say that the word or, I'm going to like 
kind of give you a preview of what the Gemara is going to do. It's going to bring a bunch of examples where the word or seems to be, seems to refer to a noun, shem davar, a noun, shem etzen, right? But really, it's a verb. The Gemara is going to say it's not really a noun, it's a verb. So we're trying to find what does the word or mean when it refers to a period of time, okay? A period of time, like a noun, not when it's a verb. So each time the Gemara will say, no, no, that's using it as a verb. It's not using it as a noun. So that's not the word or as a, as a period of time. It's a description. Me, Ketiva, or Boker, you're telling, it doesn't say the, that or is the morning. It says, Haboker, or Ketiv. Kemandamar, Tzafra, Nahar. Like a person who says, Tzafra, Nahar, the morning is light, is bright, is shining. Okay, Nahar means to shine. So in other words, Haboker, or means the morning was shining. It's a verb. It's not a noun. It's not saying that the word or means Boker. Okay? Now, okay, Rav Yehuda, like Rav Yehuda says the name of Rav, Damar Yehuda, Marav. A person should always le- enter into a city Bikitov, and he should leave Bikitov. What does it mean, Bikitov? It means during the daytime, because it says, It's always better to leave on a journey during the daytime, because you're safer. It's safer to travel during the day. You don't have robbers, you don't have wild animals, and this and that. And it's always safer to come into a new place in the daytime because you can get your bearings better. You arrive at a new place. It's much easier to arrive at a new place during the daytime than it is during the nighttime. That's, so that was, that's what it means. A boker or means the day was shining, was bright. It doesn't mean that the word or means boker. Okay, so what about this? Like the light of the morning, the sun will shine. So that sounds or is boker. What do you mean? Light is, is morning. So alma or yimamau. says me kitiv or boker. It doesn't say light is morning. It says like the light of the morning. And this is what it means. Rashi explains what does it mean. What does the Pasuk mean? It says, Rashi says. It doesn't mean like Shem Etzem, the thing, like or means boker. It means. It means that like the way the morning shines, it'll be like the sun shining. In other words, when, uh, when dawn comes, it'll be like the sun is shining. Even more, meaning normally when the dawn comes, right? Alota shachar, it's still a little bit of light. The dawn is a little bit of light, but not a lot. It'll be a lot of light. Okay? Right? Uh, it says when it's still, when the light begins, right? It's still dark. Okay? It's saying in the future, the light of Alota Shachar will be like the sunrise of today, meaning light will be greater for the Tzadikim in the future than it is now. So it's not referring to the word or as a period of time. It's referring to the word or as the shining of Bokir, meaning the shining of dawn will be as powerful in the future for the Tzadikim as now sunrises, it'll be it'll be more powerful. Okay, again, look, it says that or is yom. So how could you say or is not yom? It says light is day. He called light day. It says no, no, no. So alma or yimamahu. That sounds like or means day. So we should really interpret the Mishnah to mean or la basar means the morning of the fourteenth of Nisan. It says no. To the unfolding light, the process of illumination, he called day. Right, meaning it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean the entity of day is called or, or the entity of or is called day. It's not Shem Etzem. It's the process of becoming light. He called it day. 
But if that's true, So you're going to say the same thing on the other way, that means the process of becoming dark? You mean as the sun is setting, that's already called dark, as it's getting dark? But that's not true. We always say that until until the stars come out, it's called day. Not the process. The process is not part of it. It's either day or night. So it says, Ah, El Hachi Kamar, Karyach Manan Hora, Upakdeya Mitzvata Diemama, the Karyach Manan Hashucha, Upakdeya Mitzvata Delilah. He's not saying that, um, that the word or equals Bokir. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean the word light equals morning. What it means is, and it also doesn't mean the process of becoming illuminated or the process of the light going away, because that wouldn't be true. The process of the light going away. We don't say it's already nighttime when the process of the light uh, begins, uh, diminishing begins. Only when it's the kochavim we say that it's uh, that it's uh, uh, that it's nighttime. So therefore, what? So therefore, it means no. It means vayikray Elohim laor doesn't mean he called the 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 light day. It doesn't mean he called daylight. It means that he called to it. Meaning he summoned it. Karalo, he called. He called the light and said, you're in charge of day. And he called the Choshech and he said, you're in charge of night. Not that the period of time of day is called light and the period of time of night is called whatever, something else. Choshech, right? It, it means that he summoned light to serve during the day and he summoned darkness to serve during the night. That's not the same thing as saying the word or is the same as the period of time of day. That's not what it means. Or here is referring to the shining of light and he's saying shining of light will be during day and darkness will be during night. But not that the term or necessarily refers to day. Okay? So then again. Darkness also is not absence of light. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, they talk about here. There is an objection. It says, May all of the stars of light Praise Hashem. Alma or Urtahu. So that obviously shows that or is nighttime. Because when do the stars appear? We're not talking about the Hollywood stars. Right? Talking about the ones in the heaven. When does it appear? During the nighttime. Right? Ela me'ata kochavim me'irimu debausha buchei. She'en... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I skipped the part. Right? Hachikamar. Hallelu kol kochavim me'irim. What it means is not kochve or, meaning the stars of the night. And the word or means night. That's not what it means. Kochavim ha-me'irim. It's saying, it's saying stars that give light are the ones that should praise Hashem. It's talking about, again, it's not a shem etzem. It's not a noun. It is a verb. It's saying that they give light. It's not saying stars of the night. It's saying stars that give light. But if that's true, that's true. So you're saying that only stars that give light should have to praise Hashem? What about stars that don't give light that you can't see? Those should not praise Hashem? We say, why would you make an exclusionary statement and say only the stars that give light should praise Hashem? Why would you say that? All of His creation should praise Him, not just the ones that give light. It's not an exclusionary statement. It's not saying, oh, only the, 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 the stars that give light should praise Hashem. Because first of all, Rashi says, all stars that we, at least that are visible to us, they do give light. So they, otherwise they wouldn't, they wouldn't be visible to, visible to us. So obviously they do give light. The point is not to tell you that it's stars of the night. It doesn't mean kochavim shela or meaning stars of the night. And it doesn't mean kochavim that are, um, that kochavim that are, that stars that give light, implying that there are some stars that don't give light. That's not the reason. It, it means to tell you that the light of the stars is defined as light. The or the kochavim nami oru. They might have come in. What's the difference? The no dermina oru. If a person says, I make a nether, I will not benefit from any light. Now, I assume he means I won't, I'm going to be living in the dark from now on. No more light for me. Okay, he makes nether. Ha no dermina oru asur be oran shel kochavim. 
to teach you that even a person says, I'm not going to benefit from, I'm going to live in darkness and I'm not going to benefit from any light. He can't even benefit from the light of the stars because it's considered light as well. Okay, but it's actually not telling you anything about the time period of or whether it refers to night or day. Okay, so now again, says in the Pasuk that in the Laor, at Or time, whatever that is, the murderer will get up and he will kill the poor person. And at night, he will be a thief. In other words, during the daytime, now the Pshat is that right, what it implies is, as we turn to Amud Bet, is that during the daytime, the killer stands on the crossroads and there are a lot of people that are passing by. And he'll attack them because he knows there's a lot of travelers. So he'll attack them, kill them, and take their stuff. And at night, he doesn't go standing on the road because there's not many travelers back then, especially because they didn't have lights really to be able to travel very well at night. So what did he do? The, what does the bad guy do? He breaks into people's houses and steals, right? He doesn't, he doesn't wait to kill them on the road and take their stuff, but he breaks into their house. That's the pshat of the pasuk. So that would mean or here, which is being contrasted with Laila, because in the beginning it says, or yiktal anivevyon. Right at the end it says, at night he's going to be a, a thief. So it's saying, or is daytime, and, uh, and Laila is nighttime. Right? So, so, so it says, okay, but even there, this is a very famous, a very famous halacha, actually. That it says in Parashat Mishpatim, that if somebody breaks into somebody's house in the middle of the night to kill them, I mean, to steal their, uh, to rob them, right? And, and you find a rob burglar in your house at night and you kill them, you're not liable for killing the burglar because the assumption is that he had in mind... That if he got caught, he would kill you. That's yeah, a, that, yeah. right because he's breaking into your house. He's prepared to kill you, so he would kill him. But it says, But if the sun was shining on him, damimlo, then he does have blood, meaning you can't kill him. Now the Gemara says, the, the rabbis say, not the Gemara, the, the you know the the halacha says that It doesn't mean that d- daytime versus nighttime. Just like here, they're saying it doesn't mean daytime versus nighttime. It means if it's clear to you that this person would not kill you. Meaning, you, it's your father broke into your house to steal your money. That's the example that they give, right? You know he's not going to, most of the time, you know he's not going to kill you, right? <laughs> Maybe he will, but probably not. Assuming that, in other words, if it's a person that you know would never kill you because you have a relationship with them, so then you're not allowed to kill them because they broke in. But if it's somebody that there's actually a concern, then you would be able to, okay? That's what it means, The explains it. The Midrash Halacha explains that. That's what the, the halacha is. It doesn't mean day versus night. What's the difference? A guy's a home invasion during the day. They wouldn't kill you. What's the difference? A home invasion during the day, home invasion at night, same thing. Right? But the idea is if the person, if the sun was shining on the person, meaning you know this person is not going to hurt you, so then you can't just kill them using the excuse that they broke into your house. Okay? Now that's, that's the idea. So here too he's saying that that uh, when it says in the Pasuk, it's saying it, both of these are really talking about nighttime actually. Neither one is talking about uh, is talking about uh, the um, the daytime. So Rashi says, Right, this idea that the Torah gave you, that you can kill somebody who breaks into your house, right, and this is the Pasuk, In other words, if it is clear that the person could potentially kill you, 
So then you have to kill him. Right? But on the other hand, if not, I'm reading from the Rashi and the bottom. He's not going to kill you. Uh, if if you uh, if you stand up against him, so then you wouldn't be able to kill him. In other words, here it's saying that that's that's the halacha that it's referring to. If it's clear to you that you have a potential danger here, actually the way that Rashi is interpreting this is the opposite of the way that the pasuk is interpreted in 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 Shemot. He's flipping it around, and some of the mafarshim point that out, and they do it the other way around because he's flipping it around. He's saying here, light means that you know that the guy. Uh, uh, could kill you, and and dark means that you don't know that the guy's going to kill you. Whereas the other mafarshim interpret the opposite way, the way that it, it is in Parshat Mishpatim, that light means that you know that the guy won't kill you, and darkness means that the guy, uh, you know, that the guy might kill you. But either way, the point is that light and dark here are not referring to times of day, but they are referring to um, clarity about whether your life is in danger or just your money is in danger. Okay? And that's what it's referring to. So it's not really referring to day or night, and we can't say that the word or here means daytime or nighttime. Okay? So may be another objection. They really love to quote from uh, from Eov because he talks about darkness and all this uh, all these things a lot, dark and light, right? So it says the 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 um, the stars of his evening became dark. He hopes for light and there is none, and he won't see the dawning of the morning. Okay, Bafa Beishachar means like the the light of the morning, right? So what does that imply? So it implies what does it say? If it's talking about nighttime and it says he's hoping for or and it's talking about the nighttime and he's hoping for or that means or is morning. Light is morning then. Because it's saying at night it's very dark and he's hoping for day. He's hoping for light. So you see the word or means day. So it says not necessarily because again it, could, it means like this. So it says, so alma or yimamahu. Implication is that light means day. So it says, no, hatam melatu deka light ali iov le mazalei. Iov is cursing his luck or cursing himself, really. Amar yehewa ava de litzapeach gavale noa velolish keche. May it be the will of Hashem that that person will yearn for light and he won't find it. And he was cursing of his own existence. He was saying, you know, it's as if he's cursing himself. But the idea is that. Such a person will hope for light and not find it. Not day versus night. The key there is not day versus night. The key there is darkness versus light. And you can't derive from that that the word or means day. Okay, another example. And, it, and this, is, this one is from Tilim. It says, Choshech Yishufeni, that the dark, the, the, the dark is going to darken me. It's going to, you know, uh, uh, you know, make things dark for me. Ve'layla orbadeni. And the night was light for me. In other words, he, it, that David Amelech originally thought everything was going to be dark and terrible for him. But in the end, the night became light. So what was bad became good. Okay, so what does that mean? What, so what are they taking from there? Alma or Yemamahu. So again, it says Laila or, but it's contrasting. It's saying night became day. Laila or. So you see that night is, that, that or means day because it says Vilaila or, badeni. the night became a day for me. So it says, again, you can't derive that from there because all you, what, what he means is like this. Alma or, so it says, Hatam, David. This is what David meant. He thought, David Amelech thought that both, just like in this world, he was being punished for his sins that he committed, that darkness would also envelop him in Olam Haba. 
which is supposed to be like daytime. It's supposed to be the good, and he thought he was going to get the bad. Now, even this world, which is like night, has become light for him. In other words, he's saying that even though he thought that he was hopeless and he had no hope of, of salvation from Hashem, because he saw that in this world things were dark, so he said even in the next world things are going to be dark, and he said, no, now not only do I have hope for the future, but even this world, which was Laila, is, is, is light for me. So he's not really referring to day versus night. Again, he's referring to the sense of darkness versus light. Whether that this world is considered dark because you can't see things for what they truly are. And Olam Abba is always called light because you see things as they truly are in Olam Abba. And here things are distorted, just like darkness distorts things, but it's not a reference to day or night. So we still haven't con- seen any example of or, uh, the word or where it's clearly, unambiguously, Okay, day or night, because in every case we can interpret it as a verb or just referring to light and not to the period of time of day or night. So maybe there is an objection. We're going to try again. Rabbi Yudaumer Bodkin or Arbaasar, that a person can check for Chametz or Arbaasar, which again we're saying means the evening, we would assume, right? Shachrit. And in the morning of the 14th, and also in Shatabiur, in other words, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you can either check for Chametz the night before, you can check for it in the morning, or you can check for it even after Chametz becomes prohibited on the day of Erev Pesach. So you have three opportunities. Okay? So that's a definite conclusion. In other words, the Gemara says that, we, don't have, we, we can't refute that. Because he's, he's distinguishing between the morning and the or, he's saying, or of Arba'asar, you check for the Chametz. If you didn't do that, then Shacharit of Arba'asar. And if you didn't do that, then even as they're destroying the Chametz, even after Chametz became prohibited, you check and make sure that there's none left. Right? But he's definitely saying, or is nighttime, because he's talking about it as distinct from Shacharit. So that it says, Shemamina, you're right. Now, Metivei, another objection. Alota Shachar, how do you know? How do I know that it's not Alota Shachar? Yeah. Uh, you mean that Shacharit would mean uh, right after that? The afternoon later on, a, a later than. Uh, a let's see what. So what? Let's see what does Rashi talk about it. That's a good question. Um, I remember. I remember seeing somebody who asked that question, but I, I, it's not on the daf. I remember hearing that question asked before, but uh, I'll, I'll try to look it up. It's a good question. Why? Why they can't interpret it that way? It's a good question. Let's put it aside. I remember somebody does ask it, but I can't remember who. Maybe there is another objection. So we're going to learn actually in a couple of prakim from now that in Makom Shenagu. That they had a, a minhag or, a, or either a minhag or a prohibition of doing melachan erev pesach. Um, from, d- right, because of the korban pesach, yeah. So there's a discussion about when it applies, okay? When? Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov ben Mishata or. So he says from the or, which we're saying means the nighttime or could mean the daytime. Rabbi Yudao ben Mishata Nitzachama. Now here it's going to say that it's referring actually to Lot Shachar, like you said. Right now, but at first it sounds right. Right at first, at first it sounds like it means the nighttime. So Amalei Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Rabbi Yehuda v'Chayechan Matinu Yom Shemitzat Osur Basiat Melacham Mitzatam Mutav Basiat Melacha. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov said, "I don't like this." You're telling me now the way that the Gemara is interpreting this right now is that Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov says the whole fourteenth of Nisan, meaning from the night before all the way to the Seder, is Asur Basiat Melacha because it's like a type of a chag. The Torah calls the fourteenth of Nisan like a holiday. It calls it Pesach Lashem. 
That's the day that they bring the Korban Pesach. It has like a Kiddushat to it. It's not just an ordinary day. Even though it's Erev Chag for us, because there's no full prohibition of Melacha, but there was, there's a sense of Kiddushat on that day. So he said, how can you say that only part of the day starting in the morning? Where do you ever have something starting in the morning is Basiat uh, Melacha? There's no such thing. It must be from the night before. And Rabbi, and Rabbi Yehuda says, right? What do you mean? That day itself proves that I'm right. Right? Because part of it is prohibited in Achilat Chametz and part of it is not. In other words, you, you're, you have to stop eating Chametz in the middle of the day. So you see that certain prohibitions start in the middle of the day. So why are you asking me how the Isur Melacha, the prohibition of Melacha can start in the middle of the calendar day because the night before it didn't apply and it applies only in the morning. You also see Chametz only starts in the middle of the day. The Isur of Chametz. So, what, so what's the problem? So so uh, so again, from the fact that Rabbi Yehuda is talking about daytime being Hanetzachama, sunrise, the impl- implication is that Rabbi Yehuda Yaakov means nighttime. And it's also more logical because otherwise, what does he mean? How can you split the day in half? What do you mean, how can I split the day in half? You're also doing it if you say Alot HaShachar. The Gemara is going to ask that. Right? So now it says, Lo. My amuda, my or, what does or mean? Amuda shachar. This is what you were asking. Why couldn't they say the same thing about Rabbi Yehuda before? That the doctor was asking, right? But now they're saying about Rabbi Yehuda ben Yaakov. Maybe he doesn't mean the night before. He means alot shachar of now, meaning the, of the same day, not of the night before. So, meaning he's only giving an hour extra, right? Like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov was saying, the Yisroel Melachah starts an hour earlier, 72 minutes earlier than, uh, than, than what Rabbi Yehuda says. Okay. But, but that makes Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov's argument weaker. Because what was Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov's argument to Rabbi Yehuda? How can you split the day in half and say half of the 14th of Nisan is Asur Ba'asiat Melacha? You're not allowed to do Melacha. And half of it is allowed to do Melacha. How could you say that? How can you split the day in half? Yeah, but you were doing the same thing. You're also saying the night before didn't count and only starts in the morning. So if he really means the morning, he means from Alot Shachar, from dawn, so then how can he ask the question on Rabbi Yehuda? So the question goes back on himself. So Gemara says, no, there he'll have an answer because there's Rabbi Elizabeth and Yaakov, Achik Gemara, this is what he'll say. Bishlam al-Didi Ashkachneda Tekapal Gerabran ben Yemama Lelia. We see that the rabbis make a distinction between day and night. Gabe Ta'anit, for example, Tzibur. Ad matayu chel v'shotei ad shalei amod ha-shachar. Rabbi Elizabeth ben Yaakov, and that's he himself said that. <laughs> right? When can you, when does a fast begin when there's Ta'anit Tzibur? From Alot ha-shachar, from dawn? You can eat and drink until dawn? Okay, Rabbi Shimon Omer ad Kirota Gever. He said until the um, until the uh, rooster does kakadul do. It's a little bit earlier than Alota Shachar, right? So they could be up already by Alota Shachar. The point is, what is the, the 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 point is that it's it's dawn around dawn. That so you see that even though the Tanit didn't apply the night before, it only applies in the morning, right? And it's not a problem. So Rabbi Elizabeth Yaakov will say the idea of day and night. We have that distinction. But difference between Alot Shachar and Hanetzachama, we never have to say that you can, you know, you can eat from Alot Shachar till Hanetzachama on a fast day. You would never have that. So But Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov will say, but you who are distinguishing between Hanetzachama and Alot Shachar, where do you ever find that there's a halacha of a day that starts at sunrise that doesn't start at Alot Shachar? Every halacha starts always at dawn. If it has to do with that day. If it's a day versus night, like a fast day, it starts at dawn. It doesn't start at not sunrise. So he says, And that's why Rabbi Yudah said, What do you mean? The day itself proves. 
שמקצתו מותר באכילת חמץ, ומקצתו אסור באכילת חמץ. You see that uh, half the day is that you're allowed to eat chametz and half you're not, because according to the Torah, when does the Yisrael chametz begin? At Chatzot, actually. At midday, the middle of the day. We extend it two more hours ahead of time, just to be careful. Right? But basically, uh, it starts in the middle of the day, so you see the Torah is, just, it is splitting the day in half. So, so why can't I also split the morning in half, or just take one, shave one, one hour off of the morning? So he says, so that's a good answer. So Shapir Kamale Rabbi Yudal Rabbi Eliezer, so it says, This is what Rabbi Eliezer would respond to that very good retor- re- rejoinder of, of, of Rabbi Yehuda. I'm talking about a rabbinical law. And you're bringing me a biblical law. Look, the Torah can say, Hashem can do whatever He wants. Hashem says that, uh, that, that the, uh, the rule of Chametz uh, starts in the middle of the day, that's what Hashem says. But where do you see the rabbis when they make a rule that they craft it and they shave an hour off at the beginning of the day? Meaning if the rabbis make rules, they make the rules according to human logic. So they say, okay, there's day, there's night. They don't say, let's start an hour into the day. Why would they do that? Why would they, why would they do that? If there's Yisrael Melachan in the daytime, they would start in the beginning of the daytime. It's not a Doraita where you could say, well, look, Hashem said up to this exact point is the point. That's it. So the Gemara says, V'idach, what will Rabbi Yudah say? Sha'ot Rabbanan. Rabbi Yudah will say, well, they also did that with Chametz too. Because what did the rabbis say? They didn't say from when you wake up in the morning on Erev Pesach, you're not allowed to eat Chametz. They didn't say from Alot HaShachar. They said from the 10th hour, I mean, from 10 o'clock or from 11 o'clock, right? From, they didn't say from the, uh, uh, they did split the day in half. That's our chaka that they made. That's a special gzera, a special fence that they made. So they would, because of Yom HaMeonan, it says, because a day that's cloudy, because they didn't have clocks, so they would judge by the sun. If it was cloudy, you wouldn't be able to tell exactly when chatzot was, and people would eat chametz after the time. So they made a rabbinic rule of two hours earlier to ensure that, uh, yeah, to ensure that nobody uh, made a mistake. But that's, that's different than, uh, than, than a, a, the, an actual rule that they made for day or night that they started an hour later. Right? So therefore we're saying like this, that Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov is saying that since this Yisrael Melacha applies to the daytime, it starts from Alot HaShachar. The rabbis are being more lenient. They're letting it start from Hanetz HaChamat. But the word or then means from Alot HaShachar, not from the night. Right? We, we can interpret it that way. Of course, you can, without all of this mental gymnastics here that we just read, you could just say, no, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov is very consistent. He says the whole day starting from the night before has Yisrael Melacha. Right? It could be that that's, what, uh, that that's the pshat of what it means. But since the Gemara doesn't want to concede that absolutely the word or means nighttime, so therefore it is giving a devil's advocate argument that you could, say, you could still interpret Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov to mean that it's Alot uh, HaShachar and not the night before. Another example. Meitivei from Masechet Rosh Hashanah in Masin Masu'ot el al-Chodesh Shenira B'zmono le-Kadisho. Now, what they, would used to, what they used to do was when they would declare um, Rosh Chodesh, so it, now, from the previous Rosh Chodesh, let's say, for example, you just had the Rosh Chodesh Kislev last week. If you count from day one of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, and you count to the 30th day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, it will always be Rosh Chodesh. Always. Now, the only question is, is there going to be two days of Rosh Chodesh? Right? Normally, in a year, in, in Tevet, there is. Right? Two days. Now, in the, in the case of... Uh, but, but if you lived in the times where they were making, it, uh, making the Rosh Chodesh based upon the moon... 
So you you would know by counting from the last Rosh Chodesh that, oh, it's the 30th day. I know it has to be this day is going to be Rosh Chodesh, the 30th day. But I, we observe it as Rosh Chodesh, right? But if that year the moon came late, so really the 31st day from the previous Rosh Chodesh will be Rosh Chodesh. We will keep two days. It's the only case where we keep two days, but actually the second day is the real day, except for Rosh Hashanah. On every Rosh Chodesh, when there's a two-day Rosh Chodesh, the first day of the new month is actually the second day. Because we keep the first day, 30 days from the previous Rosh Chodesh, out of Safik, because they weren't sure if the moon was going to be, you know, if someone had seen the moon. And then if nobody showed up, they said, oh, by default, I guess that means tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh. That's how it worked. So meaning the default is, if nobody says anything, it will just fall out on the 31st day from the previous month. If it's going to be earlier, if it's what we call Chodesh Chaser, that the previous month only ended up with 29 days, and the moon was seen on the night of the 30th, so that's called Chodesh Chaser, not Chodesh Malay. And, um, and then they have to declare it. Then they would declare it. Now, how did they let people know? They went with these big torches, Masu'ot, they went with the big torches, to the mount, to these hills, and they would light the torches, and then the people in the next uh, area would light the torch, and then the people on the next one would, as far as they would go, to let people know uh, Rosh Chodesh had been declared. But they only had to do that if it was declared for the 30th. If it was going to be the 31st, by saying nothing, everybody will just assume by default it goes to the 31st. So when did they light it? So it says, when did they do it? They only did it on a Chodesh Chaser. Right? They did it the night of the Ibur. The night of the Ibur means the night of the 31st. Because the Ibur is the extra day that would have normally been added to the month. Right? Meaning the, the extra day that they would normally add to the, uh, you know, the, that, uh, right after that is when they would, when they would, uh, when they would add it. So meaning the 30th day has passed already, obviously, because what happened was that on the night of the 30th, somebody saw the moon and they came the day of the 30th to the Betin. It had to be that way, otherwise they wouldn't be able to do Kiddush Chodesh. And they declared, okay, today is Rosh Chodesh, meaning tomorrow will not be Rosh Chodesh. So the Or Iburo, the night that would be the second night of Rosh Chodesh, that's what it's calling the Or Iburo, the night of the day that would be the extra day, the, 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 the extra day of Rosh Chodesh, meaning, right? Not the extra day of the month, but the extra day of Rosh Chodesh. They would light the torches that night. So meaning if the 30th day of Kislev, uh, witnesses came and said, we saw the moon last night on the night of the 30th of Kislev, the night before, right? So then they would, decl- then the following night, Nothing. right? Meaning, na- no, no, then, the, then that night they have to light the torches, meaning tomorrow is not Rosh Chodesh. Today was Rosh Chodesh, right? If they didn't light the, the, the torches, that means automatically it's a two-day Rosh Chodesh. If they light it after the 30th day, that, that, then that means that the 31st is already the second day of the month. Okay? And it's only one day Rosh Chodesh. Now that's what it means. Le'or Iburo, the night of the Ibur, the night of the extra day, meaning the night that would be the second day of Rosh Chodesh, will end up being instead just day two of the new month. It won't be a Rosh Chodesh at all. And, but they will know that by lighting the torches. But you see that the word Or means night. Alma or Urtahu. Shema Amina, that's another proof. It can only mean night there because you can't light torches during the day. Nobody will see it. Right? Maybe there is another objection. If a person, a Kohen, was working all night long with the Mizbeach, uh, putting things on the Mizbeach, and obviously you can't bring new Korbanot on the Mizbeach, but you can keep putting things on that fall off and things like that that are burning all night. 
right? The guy is working all night long, but as soon as le'orah, as soon as the day dawns again, even though he had washed his hands and his feet when he started the work, and he hasn't interrupted the avodan, he hasn't gone to the bathroom, nothing, once day comes, he has to wash again. Okay, meaning the new day requires new kiddush adayim v'raglayim. He has to wash his hands and feet again to continue the avodah that morning. What, and so you see there, the word le'orah means morning, obviously, because it said he was working all night. And le'orah, when it becomes light, he has to wash. So that shows you that light means morning. It says, no, sha, that's orah shani. The word orah means something else. We're looking for the word or. Or by, without the hay at the end. The word or we established from two sources that were not refuted, that it means nighttime. Right? Every other source, they said, well, you can interpret it as a verb. Well, you can interpret it as meaning alot shachar. Well, you, you know, they had a, a way to get out of it. But there were two cases where they didn't have. One was that Rabbi Yehudaz, Bodkin, or Arba'asa, or Arba'asa Shachrit, where they said that because it's distinguishing between morning and or, or there must mean nighttime. And then here with the Masu'ot, it's uh, clear that it means a nighttime. So therefore, the word or means nighttime. The Gemara is going to co- continue with this line of discussion and reasoning moving on. I think, I have a guess why uh, the, the doctor's question, it's just a guess. But maybe the reason, doctor, that it doesn't, uh, that they didn't go for that idea of or meaning alot shachar is because it was, because in the in the case of the Brita where they see, that, where they do make the distinction, he doesn't say shachrit, he says hanetza uh, chama. Uh, in other words, he was talking about a specific time. Shachrit would include the entire morning from Alot Shachar on, probably. Right, right. Even though, right, it, it would include from right. If he had said Hanetzachama, then it would then then you could make that distinction because he said Shachrit that includes everything. So it means Alot Shachar. Right. So the the thing is that even with Alot Shachar in general, the reason they say that mitzvot are ideal to do at Hanetzachama is is most of the mafreshim they say because of safek. Meaning, because except for tefillah, tefillah hanetz is different. Tefillah hanetz is is different, but the but they say because they want it to be vadayom for right. sure before. But, but really, that's why always bediavad on any mitzvah that you do before hanetz. That is a daytime mitzvah. You, you always fulfill the mitzvah. So that's a, yeah. It's a unique thing of uh, doing it imzri chatashemish. You could, you could, but we always try to do it uh, fully daytime. 